You're listening to Excellence Above Talent, a podcast where we have the hard conversations about the lives of men and what leads us to achieve greatness and suffer defeat. Hear from other men's journeys as well, as we all learn and grow together to become inspirations to ourselves and those around us. And now your host, Aaron Thomas. What's up, my beautiful people? Aaron Thomas with Excellence Above Talent. I have not done a podcast since the first of this year on the 27th. So that is about three months. And it's something that I have to get better at. But in that three months, there has been so much happening and so much going on. And it's been a mental struggle. But I feel like I am on the right path. So... The last time I was on, I was talking about, you know, trying to do a six-month sex detox. You know, no sex, no porn, no masturbation, just trying to cut it all out. And in the process of, of trying to, anytime I would fail or falter, I put myself in so much shame and guilt that it began to change my perspective on life. And then... Once I started to allow those negative feelings to seep in and take hold, then everything in my life kind of started to be, you know, negative and shameful and and I felt guilty. And it just pushed me away from a lot of things that I hold dear and near to my heart. And then this past week you hear or you see things on social media about a guy committing suicide, he had three kids, and it just kind of woke me up, helped me realize that I started this podcast to raise awareness for men's mental health and to also have a platform for men to hear other men struggle and see what they did to get through what they went through and also understand that it's okay to struggle. You're not alone. And so the last three months, there has really been a battle mentally on my mind. There has been a few times I have wanted to give up, not commit suicide, not do anything crazy in that perspective, but give up in the perspective of, I just didn't want to try anymore. Find a job, go to that job, eight hours, come home and just sleep until I had to get up again and go to that job. Like there was not a lot of fight left in me. And on top of that, I was trying to better myself when it came to sexual purity, because I feel like majority of my life, most of my issues have stemmed around not being able to control my sexual urges. And so there was that pressure to to be better and do better and to stop. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to hurt another woman's heart or put another woman in a predicament where she shouldn't be in because of my insecurities, my appetite and desire. Like I'm I'm very aware of 
of these things now. And I guess that's a form of maturity of wanting to be better and know better so that I don't have to go into this next relationship. When I do get into another one, I don't have to go into it with the same mindset I did in my previous one that that ended up failing. And so these last three months, it was it was just a lot of a self-doubt of, you know, worry, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, because I still feel guilty about my marriage. I still feel guilty about I felt guilty about not being able to protect it, not being able to love my ex-wife the way I know I should have loved her. So there was there was guilt in that. And then I, I was in between jobs. I just didn't want to f- find a job and just, you know, work it. So I was, you know, doing Instacart and started coaching CrossFit. Shout out to CrossFit 432. My guy, Justin, for giving me a chance uh, to coach. So coaching CrossFit, uh, working Instacart, I was making do with what I needed to make do. But financially, I have not struggled that much since I got out the army. I would say 08. So I haven't felt financial struggle like that for a minute. And that also made me feel less of a man. That made me feel like if I wanted to get into into a relationship, who would want to get into a relationship with a broke dude? And it wasn't like I was broke and not trying. But I was trying to, you know, piece things together and figure things out. And I would take two steps forward and 20 steps back. And when you live paycheck to paycheck, man, it is there is a level of fear that comes with living paycheck to paycheck. If one thing goes wrong, if one tire blows out, if you have to go to the doctor and pay some type of bill like you were screwed. I was screwed. And so I had like that, that mentality of like, I just, I wasn't man enough. I wasn't good enough for myself, for society, for, for anybody. And so I, I am the world's greatest at masking the hurt and pain that I go through. No one will never know unless I let them know that I'm hurting because I know how to put on a face and to go out there and be Aaron Thomas, this guy who has all the charisma and can, you know, light up a room, but internally was in hell. So the last three months, yeah, it's just been one of those those journeys that I wouldn't I wouldn't take back or I wouldn't want to not go through because now I'm coming out of it. It has made me a better person and a better man and it's 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 re-motivated me to pay attention to the things that really matter the most and that's making as much impact in this world that I possibly can through transparency and honesty and being open and vulnerable with the things that I'm going through because I know that other men are going through it and I know this next generation of young boys need to hear this information. And so I'm just in this, I was in this negative funk, but, you know, I believe there's a podcast I was listening to and it's called Standing in Your Truth Podcast by Yanni Jones. If you haven't 
listened to it or haven't subscribed to it, you should 100% go and listen and subscribe to what it is that she is talking about because it resonates with a lot of people or it will resonate with a lot of people, I feel. And there was a podcast with Pastor Cliff on and they were talking about seasons. And I feel like I was in a season of humility, very humbling to not feel like I could take care of myself, very humbling that at any given moment, if something crazy happened, I would not have the money to to take care of it. But the crazy thing about the last three months also was I never had to worry about the things that I thought I needed to worry about, like with my finances. Because anytime something crazy happened, that day or the next day, God would show up somehow, some way, in a form of other people to put 500 bucks in my bank account, 100 bucks into my bank account, you know, give me a cash advance on some things that I was working on uh, and hadn't really fulfilled yet, but knew that I was. And so they, they sent me that money. It was just a lot of things that happened in this, in this three month process that also helped me realize that regardless of how I was feeling, and how little I felt I was, God still saw the little me. He still saw the little me, and he was still showing love to to me. And that, that really started to motivate me to like, hey, like there is more to life than money. And I had to then now start to be more aware of what I was putting my attention on and why, right? Because there's this big concept that most women are only looking for the top 10 to 20% of men in the world. And if you're not in the top 10 to 20%, then you're you're at the home chilling by yourself because chicks don't want a dude who's broke. And so that started to be like my mindset of needing to go and, and chase money and find money so I could get some chick that probably don't even like me, but like me enough because I was able to provide a lifestyle for her. And so it was all twisted. But in that, in that three months of me struggling, and it's not like I'm not struggling now. And it's just like, I'm not allowing that struggle to hold me down or to make me feel some type of way. I'm now walking into it. Like this is where I'm at. But I also know that God has done everything in his power to show me that I was not alone in that process. And so now I know that I am not alone in this struggle, that God is with me and he is showing me his power, how he loves me, how he keeps showing up for me. And so it's, it's been like a, it's been an up and down uh, battle, but I'm back and I want to finish strong. In uh, the podcast with uh, with uh, Yanni and Pastor Cliff, Pastor Cliff was talking about how he wanted to start a podcast uh, for the church, but he was also very aware of not wanting to start something and not finish. And he said something that uh, challenged my soul. There's a lot of people who know how to start things, but a lot of people don't know how to finish things. 
And that that hit me into the deep core of why I started this podcast. And it wasn't for uh, the glitz or the glamour, uh, because this podcast isn't about glitz or glamour. It's about suicide. It's about men's health. It's about, you know, not being afraid to be vulnerable and open. It's about knowing that you're not alone. This is not a sexy podcast where it's, you know, you're talking about, you know, the juice and all the other things. We talk about relationships. We talk about real issues that are going on in society right now. But he said, most people know how to start, but most people don't finish. And one of the words that was put on my heart for 2023 was consistency. I had to learn to start being consistent in the things that I was doing because I don't want to be a good starter and a horrible finisher. I want to start good and I also want to finish good. And in order to finish good, you have to be consistent. And for the first year to year and a half, I was very consistent with this podcast. Every week I would put something out and then life started to happen. And you started to, I started to look at other other things and become overwhelmed. And one month turns to two and one week turns to two. And, and so now it's just like, I'm, I will be obsessed with making sure weekly content comes out from this podcast, because if it can help someone, then that's where I need to be. If it can help someone, that's where I want to be. And so I'm in this uh, process now of being more consistent, being more consistent when I get up in the morning, being more consistent when I go to the gym, being more consistent when I say this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to do it. So some things that I have started to do in this process of becoming a better Aaron Thomas is so the sex detox is no more because that was just it was too overwhelming. So I started I want to start from the core of, you know, where all of my sexual escapades have came from and it was porn. And so that has been my my goal and my motivation for the last couple of months is to to stop that. Stop watching porn, stop masturbating. You know, if I'm having a hard day, it's porn is not my my shouldn't be my go-to. If I'm having a good day, porn should not be my go-to. And so it's been 44 days since I have last viewed porn. And I put this app on my phone, cannot pronounce it, uh, but it won't let you uh, watch any type of porn. You you can't even look it up on your phone. I've tried, trust me. <laughs> uh, but uh, you, you have to pay for the app. And because I paid for it, I'm not deleting it because that's, you know, hard on money. Uh, at this time, I don't really have, but I know I needed it. So... That has been one of my goals of, of staying consistent, you know, no porn. It's just I realized that it was taking the place of God and you can't serve two masters. And most of my life, I was trying to serve two masters, but my master was porn. My master was sex, because when I felt helpless or confused or anxious, or hell, even excited, or energetic, or cheerful. I mean, that's what I ran to. That was my my go-to. 
was uh, to go watch porn. And so now I have to get into my word. I have to read books. I have to like have conversations with people. I have to get out the house when I start to feel an urge and be more active in all things that I do. And so that's one thing that I'm super proud of. And I plan to stick with for the majority or the rest of my life, the majority of my life, the rest of my life. I, I don't want to pick that up again. It, it has done nothing for me uh, mentally, physically, sexually. Finally, it has done nothing for me. Uh, but take. And I am through with it taken from me. And I am also on a mission because I want to make sure that my little nephews don't fall into that same trap because it's, it's a trap to get, it's a, it's a hard trap to get out of once you fall into that porn trap. And there's a lot of young boys, there's a lot of men that are stuck in that trap and it's creating this appetite is creating this perspective of what they assume sex is. And sex is so much more than just seeing a chick, liking her and wanting to pound her out. So much more than that. But in a society, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you are, you're taught to do. You like her, pursue her, knock her down and go get her friends. And so now it's, it's, it's uh, a passion of mine to to bring more awareness to it because my life has gotten better because I have made it a point to stop watching porn. And then uh, I started the 75 hard challenge, and that is doing two workouts a day, reading 10 pages of a book, drinking a gallon of water, being on a, a diet, no cheat meals, no alcohol, and you have to take a progress picture every day. And so I've been doing that for today will be a day 11. And that's something that I want to be consistent with. I have 64 more days to, to be consistent in working out twice uh, a day, reading a book, 10 pages of a book, uh, drinking water, staying on a diet. Like I, I, I'm putting challenges in my life because I want to make sure that I learn how to be more consistent. And people are like, well, how can you be more consistent? Wouldn't you, to me, you have to challenge yourself. Like consistency just just doesn't show up because you want to be consistent. You have to go and be like, okay, I want to go to the gym three times a week. And then you consistently do that for three times a week. You have to challenge yourself to create consistency. And so I'm in the process of challenging myself so that I can learn how to finish and finish strong and not be that Christian and not be that man that starts something. Because a lot of men can start something when it comes to chasing after a woman and trying to get her and wanting her to be his wife. And then once he gets her, he doesn't finish. He lacks. He becomes lazy. He assumes, okay, I have what I've, I've chased for, so now I'm done. And that's not the case, you have to constantly be pushing yourself to be better. And to me, one of the best ways to be better is to force yourself into doing things in a consistent manner. And so there's there's that aspect of what I'm doing to be more consistent in my life. And then the last thing is this podcast, being more consistent in getting 
this message out, being more consistent in finding guests who want to talk about their stories and the things that they have gone through as men to push through and find a way. Because men want to talk. Men need to talk. We feel like we feel like we can't because if we talk, it'll show us to be vulnerable and vulnerable is weakness in this society. But I say weakness is when you put a gun to your head and pull a trigger because you didn't know how to talk to anybody. That is a weak man. A strong man is knowing I'm heading down this path. I know where it's going to lead me. I don't want to leave the people that I love. So I'm going to find a way to get the help needed. We as a society, has we, we flipped it to where it's easier for men to put a gun to their heads, pull a trigger, or hang themselves than to go and talk to somebody about the help that they need or the issue that they're going through. It is crazy to me how we as a society have, have allowed this to be the norm of it's easier to do something that you can never come back from versus doing something that you can come back from and be stronger for it. But I also understand the process of there's a lot of shame that goes with that. When I was getting divorced, man, that was shameful because you hear people talking well, he was doing this and he was saying that and he was trying to help this and he was doing this and, but he's out there doing all this other stuff. And it wasn't like I wasn't doing that stuff for the good of trying to do it, but I was also going through a lot of issues that I wasn't talking about. And I used sex to be my outlet. And if I felt like someone couldn't give it to me, well, I'd go find it somewhere else. And if it wasn't important, it was another woman. And then when all that came to a head, when my ex-wife walked away and was like, I'm done, there were times where I thought about it. Why am I here? I can't even do this right. I can't even protect the family or my family. And so I thought about it. But there were people in place in my life at the time that helped me through that process. And I'll be honest, if those people wasn't in my life at that point in time, I do not know if I would be here today, right now. Just being totally transparent, I do not know if I would be here if CrossFit 432 wasn't a part of my life, if Hope Alive Church wasn't a part of my life at, at the time that I was going through the divorce. There were friends and family that, you know, reached out and checked in on me. My little nephews, they call me like once a week to talk trash, but to also check in on me. What's up, Uncle Aaron? How you doing? I would not be here if I did not have those people, that community in my life, because I was going down a path, and it wasn't a pretty one, and people called me out on it, and I knew I had it to be better, not only for me, but I knew my nephews were looking at me. I know the boys at the detention center were looking at me, and I thought in order to to get through it, I had to fake it, put on this mask, act like everything was okay, and continue to show up for them while mentally, emotionally bankrupting, my, bankrupting myself. And it finally caught up and it took its toll. And I had to switch it up. I had to slow it down a lot. 
start thinking things through. So I know that there's not a lot of people who hears this podcast, but they are the people, the ones who hear it are the ones who need to hear it or send it to someone that is maybe going through something so that they can reach out or they can get the help that's needed. Or maybe a word from this podcast can can help them and motivate them to keep going and keep pushing because life does get hard sometimes. But I promise you, there are people in this world that don't want to see you suffer in silence because of shame, because of your fear of being talked about, your fear of looking weak. There are people who love you and want to see you strive and thrive and be the best man that you can possibly be. And that should be our motivation as men. Yes, you screw up. Yes, you make mistakes. Yes, you hurt people. But that does not make you a monster. It makes you human. And in your humanness, if you can find peace and love and God, everything else works itself out. Everything else gets better because you know this too shall pass. If you're going through a hard season, and if you're going through a good season, this too shall pass. Having the peace and the love and the patience to just keep showing up for yourself, showing up for other others, it's nothing like it. I don't want to leave this earth without making an impact. I don't want to leave this earth without trying to help change this next generation of young men to be stronger men, to not run and hide from their feelings, to be open, to be vulnerable, to ask for help when you need it. So your boy is back. I'm I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> this is a weekly thing. It's going to be happening and I'm going to be consistent like I am consistent with working out, like I am consistent with coaching CrossFit. Like I'm consistent with not watching porn. Like I'm consistent with the 75 hard challenge. Just This is my new challenge of consistency. This podcast, allowing my voice and other voices to be heard in this struggle that we call life. So if anyone hasn't told you today that they love you, let me be the first to say I love you. You are awesome. You are amazing. You deserve the best that this world has to offer. Do not quit. Do not give up. The world does not get easier. You will get stronger. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And for daily motivational and up-to-date content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Excellence Above Talent. And remember, keep moving forward Never give up, and you are never alone in this battle. We'll see you next time.